Second year for Yavoma staff, Samich Talid, recapping we spoke about it in the previous year. We discussed the chiv a person has to still be Mekayim Puru, even if he was married to his first wife for 10 years. He has to then do something. So that's what the Mishnah says. Rashi explains he has to either marry another wife or get divorced from his first wife. He really has to marry a second wife. That's for sure what he has to do. We generally make him get divorced from his first wife in order to... Um, either force him to then get married to a second wife or to allow him to get married to a second wife according to the Shita then foster him to marry a second wife or that another one might not want to marry him if he's already married to another wife so we force him to get divorced or we uh, according to two different Shitas whether we are mechaiv him to get divorced whether we force him to get divorced the Baraisa brought Arai from Avram Avinu uh, we said it's actually not Arai it's just a Zechud of it it's a Tosos we didn't see we'll see that Tosos I think first before we go Viter, and we also learn from Avram that the ten years only start after he got to Israel. So therefore, we're going to learn from there that the counting only begins after we remove any other reasons why we would assume they wouldn't be having children. For example, if they're sick or in jail or something like that. So let's see the Tosvos before we go further. Actually, let's have to first recap the two Tosvos that we did see in the previous year. Uh, the first Tosvos discussed. When the Gemara says Yotzi, does that mean we force him to get divorced? Or we just tell him he's chayv to get divorced? So according to the first Shita in Tosos, if he did something incorrect, so then it means that we force him to get divorced. According to the second version of Tosos, we never force him to get divorced, unless it means you know, beat him up until he gets divorced, unless it says explicitly in the Mishnah or Gemara. The Nafkamina becomes all those cases in Parakamadir where the husband makes Nadarim against his wife, whether he would be forced to get divorced like the first Shita Tosos, or whether we would just tell him he's going to get divorced, as in the second Shita. The next Tosos discussed about Ksuva, all the cases where he's forced to get divorced, he still has to pay the Ksuva, except for the specific case where um, it's a moment that already existed before they were married, and the wife comes with a taina that she thought she was able to handle it, and then she really couldn't. So in that situation, if we would give her a Ksuva, so she could easily, um, you know, con- concoct the situation in a way where she gets a ksuva, goes to a man that has this problem, and marries him just in order so that she could collect a ksuva without any intention of being married. So we would not let her get a ksuva in that case. Okay, let's see this tosos that we missed from yesterday. Apokishi and Raya Ladova, Raya Gemura, Ena. It's not a clear Raya from Avravino. To me, show me but you can't learn from there. Shehizokal Garishishta, you have to divorce his wife. Even if it would be impossible without getting divorced. Right? Let's say, because by Avramino, we don't see that he divorced his wife at all. So you can't learn that out. Maybe if he couldn't get divorced. They say maybe if he couldn't marry another wife without divorcing his first wife, we would say, okay, better not to get divorced and not have children. You can't really learn the opposite of that from the mice of Avramino. The truth is we can see the opposite. That really we should learn from there. Even though generally a person is not allowed to marry a second wife, right, according to that shita, but if he already was married for ten years, shari then he would be allowed to marry a second wife. So we found by Avram we married a second wife. Maybe he'll get rachamim. He'll maybe be able to now to have children. From his first wife, just like Avram was Zoha from Sarah. So let's continue back in the Gemara. We are halfway down the Amud. 
This is Yivam Masavik Dalit Amid Aleph. First was on the line, Omar Lay, abbreviation Alphab. Omar Lay, Rav Lev Nachman, Rav Zed Rav Nachman. It's a question. The Lelif Mitzvah, why don't we learn from Yitzvah? Dechsev, it says in that passage that Yitzvah ben Arba Mishana, the cat was Rivka, that Yitzvah was 40 years old when he married Rivka. Dechsev, it writes, Yitzvah ben Shishim Shana, blood us some. And he was 60 years old when he gave birth to his children, Yaakov and Esau. So we see from there that a person is allowed to be even 20 years without divorcing his wife. 20 years without children. So Amalei, he answered him, Yitzchak Akar Haya. Can't bring a proof because Yitzchak was an Akar. Yitzchak wasn't evil to have children until that point. So therefore it wouldn't have helped him to get divorced and married to someone else. So we're going to ask, Yihachi, that's true. Avram Nami Akar Haya. Also Avram was an Akar, as we're going to see upcoming. So our answers Hahumi That meaning the Pasik of Yitzchak we need for Rechibar Ava. It's a little bit tricky exactly what the Gemara is answering here. So let's read it through and we'll go back and explain. How come we have the years of Yishmal mentioned in the Torah? So we can learn from there the years of Yaakov. And part of the Cheshbon, this is a whole Cheshbon, which is brought in, uh, where is it brought? Megillah. There's a whole Cheshbon over there um, to figure out that there are the extra 14 years that are missing, that that's when Yaakov Avinu learned by Yeshiva Shem and that teaches us the importance of Nehemiah Torah. <coughs> Rashi's going to quote that. So part of the Cheshbon includes this Pasuk that we need to know that Yitzhak was 60 years old when Yaakov was born. We need that for the Cheshbon. Okay, so that has that answer our question. Right? How can we learn from Avraham, who was an Akar? So it turns out that what we're really learning from is an extra Pasuk. There's an extra Pasuk that tells us how many years Avraham was in Eretz Yisrael before he married Hagar. And that extra Pasuk is teaching us that in general, a person who waits 10 years without having children has to then make sure to have children either by marrying someone else or by divorcing his wife. It's anyway not really a Raya, as Tosos pointed out. And... The truth is, by Avravino himself, it did not, uh, it was not shy to this din, right? because he himself was an Akar. It's just from the fact that the Pasuk mentions the ten years, which the Pasuk didn't have to mention, from there we're supposed to understand that in general, when a person waits ten years without having children, he then has to get married to somebody else. That's what we're supposed to learn from that Pasuk. Not because Avravino himself was in that situation, it wasn't that since he waited 10 years, then he married Hagar. That's not what happened at all. He wasn't able to have any children. He wasn't shaykh to this din. He married Hagar because whatever the Cheshbonos were at. Sarah told him to marry Hagar. <coughs> and Avram listened to her. And even though it wasn't 10 years from the time he was able to have children. Okay. It says Rashi. He waited 20 years without marrying another wife. We said we can't learn from Yitzhak, he was an Akar. We know it was because of him that he couldn't have children. We're going to see this later on. We're going to see later on. So how can we learn from him? So we answer, the Pasuk by Yitzhak, we baile, we need Kalomar. Yitzchak Akar Haya, Yitzchak was an Akar. Mishav That's why he didn't get married to someone else. Ukrad Yitzchak, but Shishim Shana, and that pasuk of where he was sixty, Lo Yaserahu. It's not an extra pasuk. The tema that we should say Lahachi Katsrachmana. The reason why the Torah wrote it, Lemigrimine, is to learn from there Shehias Esrim Shana that a person is allowed to wait for twenty years, which 
is the reason why the Pasuk writes the 10 years by Avram Avinu. Because that Pasuk by Yitzchak we need Avraham, But the Pasuk of the 10 years by Avram Avinu, even though he himself was an author, we still are learning from there. The Elab Ladrash, if it wasn't coming to teach us, why did the Pasuk tell us it was after 10 years? It must be coming to teach us that a different person that was in that situation for 10 years would have to marry another wife. But the Pasuk by Yitzchak we need for figuring out the years of Yaakov. We need to know how old was Yaakov when he went to Beisaver and how old was he when he came to the Be'er. Now, as we see, there's 14 years missing from the time he left the time he got to the Be'er. It's all chesmined out in the end of um, the Gemara Megillah. The high card the Yisuf and Chishim Shana Maisili Hasam in this pasuk is brought there as part of the Cheshbon. Yalfin we need to Godel Talmud Torah Mikivud Avayim. From there we see that Talmud Torah is greater than Kivud Avayim. Shekol Us and Shanu Shali Yaakov Beis Eiver Lo Nenashalim. All the years the Yaakov was in Beis Eiver, he wasn't punished for them. Vayater Lahem. That's already the Vayter in the Gemara. Okay, let's see Tosos. Two Tosos in here. Lelech Miyitzchak. Why don't we learn from Yitzchak? The Im Tomar. If you'll ask. Yitzchak Nami Lot Shaha Yosemi Yud. Yitzchak also only waited ten years. The Fimash appears according to what we explained. Shlo Haisa Rivka Elabaski Mokishinasa. The Rivka was only three when he married her. The Achaisa Basket Bays. Lo Haisa Rula Holid. Until she was twelve, she couldn't give birth. So therefore, there's ten years right there. Then another ten years waiting for her to give birth. That's what made him sixty by the time he had the children. Kodamazman. Yishlom, the answer is. The Midrashim Chalukin, Kedivashin Leil. That the Midrashim disagree with one another, as we explained before. So therefore, it could be that Aragamar is, according to the Shita, that she was older than three. She was already 12, 13, 14. I think we said Aragamar held that she was 12 at the time she was married. Therefore, she had children right away. That's one explanation. Vote, and furthermore, the Mucha the Parak Fensor, more, it's clear from the Gwaran Sanhedrin. That the earlier generations were able to have children even before that time. So even though nowadays a girl can't have children before she's 12, but in the early generations maybe she could, in which case maybe Rifka was able to have children even before she was 12, in which case we see that he did wait more than 10 years. Wasn't Avram also an Akhor? Could Avram come on? And this is based on what we're going to say, we didn't see it yet, that Avram Vesara Tumtimim Hayu. Avram and Sarah were tumtumim. The Afopishim stomach var nikra kishanasa Sarah, even though Sarah was already, sorry, even though they, he was already opened up before he married Sarah, because tumtum basically is a condition where the genitals are completely covered over by another layer of skin. So they can open that up. And in general, they do. So that would probably have been opened up before he got married. Um, so then he could have children. So that wouldn't make him an Akar just because he was a Tumtum. So Hacha Livre Yehuda Parif. So this question is based on Chitas Rabbi Yehuda, the Armenian Baharal, that says later on in our Masechta, Tumtum Shenikra in Moa, that a Tumtum that gets opened up cannot have children. In other words, so he, a, a Tumtum automatically means that he's an Akar. But Oda, furthermore, Dafila Rabbanon, even according to the Chitas of the Chamim, Nami Depliyale, but also according to them who disagree with Rabbi Yehuda, it's not common that he'll give birth. In other words, it could, 
A tumtum could give birth according to the Chachamim, but generally not. So if Avram was a tumtum, he's most probably he was an Akar. And we're going to see later on, I'm not sure why Tosa is saying that in the stomach he was opened up before he married. I guess the reason is because otherwise you don't know if he's a male or a female. Right, so why? how could two people get married who both are tumtum, as we're going to see? Right, maybe they're both male, maybe they're both female. Hey, you know, one's a male, one's a female. Um, seems like that's why Tosas would assume that it was Nikra before, although I think that we're going to see the Mashmosa of the Gemara is not like this. Right, that according to the Shiti, he was a tumtum. He remained a tumtum even after he was married, at least at a certain point. But let's see. Back in the Gemara. Back in the Gemara. Omar Revi Yitzchak. This is quarter of the way up from the bottom. First one in the line is Shinosav. Amar Yitzchak. Yitzchak Avinu. Akar Hayah. Yitzchak was an Akar. Shinemar. Vayetar Yitzchak Hashem. Lenochach Ishto. That Yitzchak davened Hashem opposite his wife. Al Ishto Lenemar. It doesn't say he davened for his wife, who was an Akar, as it said in the Pasuk. Hello Lenochach. It says opposite. Melami to teach us to Shinem Akar Hayah. It wasn't just her that was an Akar. He was also an Akar. But if that's true, why does it say that he was answered? It should say they were answered. In other words, if we understood the Apostle Kipshuto, that he was davening for her, so then we understand that Kodesh Baruch answered him. He was the one davening. He's the one that got answered. But if we understand that each one had their own issue, and then, I guess the Pashas of the Pasuk of Yetar Hashem means he was davening for himself. Um, so then it sounds like they're both davening. So then why is it that Akash Baruch listened to him and it doesn't say he listened to them? Or alternatively, guess the if the we could have understood the word Vayetar to mean that he listened to the issue. In other words, not to the tefillah. But he had Hakadosh Baruch who addressed the issue, so if if that would be the explanation, right? Since Vayetar Lo would means Yitzchak had the issue, and Hakadosh Baruch who addressed that issue, then it really should have said Vayetar Lahem that he addressed both their issues, right? Because both he has to not be an Akar and she has to not be an Akar for them to have children. So therefore, rather we have to explain the pasuk means he listened to the tefillah, and we can learn from there that Omar Lefisha Ino Doma Tefillah Tzadik Ben Tzadik Tefillah Tzadik Ben Rasha. That the tefillah of a tzaddik ben tzaddik is greater than the tefillah of a tzaddik ben Russia, and that's why specifically Yitzchak's, Yitzchak's tefillah was answered. Says Rashi, If we understand Yitzchak is davening for his wife, and it says that he answered him, like he he a lot, he was davening for her, therefore he was answered. And then then she became pregnant. But if he was davening for himself, opposite his wife, both of them were davening, then it should have said that he answered both of them. Just to point out, though, before we go to the next Rashi, I know we're already halfway through it, but before we go to this next Rashi, Rashi explained a little bit differently than what I explained to you Dok Vatishka. Since his tefillah is greater because he's tzaddik and tzaddik, that's why the pasuk was tola 
the answering the tefillah on him. Says the Gemara. Um, Rav Yitzhak, Rav Yitzhak says, Why is it that our forefathers were akur, that they weren't able to have children until they davened? Why is the feel of a tzaddik compared to an atar? Atar is like a pitchfork. As we see over here, it uses an interesting lashon of a yatar. It's a lashon of tefillah, but why is the lashon of tefillah used the same as the lashon of a pitchfork? Just like this pitchfork flips over the the grain from one place to another place. Also the Tia of Atzadik changes the Mida of Akashbarhu from Ragzanus to Rachmanus. Says Rashi Atar is a Pella Laz. It's the Laz word for the pitchfork. Amar Rebiami of the Bab Dalmud. Avar Basar Tumtumin Hayu. They were tumtumin. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, right? we saw this already in Tosos, Hibitu el tsur chutzavtem, look towards the rock where you were carved out of, the el makeves bur nukartem, and from the drilling of the well that you were drilled out of. Uksiv, and it says, Hibitu el avram avichem, el sara tochalaltem. Right? Look towards Avraham, your forefather, and Sarah from where you came from. So we see that that passage is referring to Avram and Sarah. And it seems to be that Akash Baruch was saying like they were carved out. In other words, they originally didn't have the Avery Tashmish. They were only made later on. And they, the way I would understand these Pesukim differently than we saw in Tosfos is that Akash Baruch healed them of the fact that they were a Tumtum. That's the idea of Chutzavetem and Nukartem, which would seem to imply that that was what caused them to be able to have children when they, their tefillahs were answered. Right? So if Avram Avinu had happened, let's say, sometime around a little bit before he married Hagar, and this probably was the impetus for him to marry Hagar, because now he saw that he was cured and able to have children. Sar was yet not, and therefore he married Hagar. That's what it would seem to me, the explanation of these psukim. Um, although Tosos, we see, clearly understands that they became non-tum-tum, even before their marriage. It says Rashi is chutzavetem is nasa lo zakros, nukartem is malasa nasa lo nakvos, kemo ani karisi vishasisi mayim, that I dug and drink water. Just bring a raya for this word nukartem, is <coughs> lashon of digging. Amar of Nachman, of Nachman says, Amar of Arbua, sorry, you mean islandess, how you said she was an islandess? Shanemar, as the Pesach says, but he saw Akara in La Vlad. A field based Vlad in La. She didn't even have a base Vlad. didn't even have a womb. Says Rashi in La Vlad. Kara Yasir, who was actually right, already said she was an Akara. So obviously, if she's an Akara, she can't have any children. So it must be teaching us the Huxid. Kara Yasir, who Huxid Akara. So it must be teaching us she didn't even have the base Vlad. didn't even have a womb at all. That was an additional niece that, that was created. For her, um, and she was able to have children. Back in the Gemara, five lines down, Amar of Yehuda, Brader of Yishmuel Bar Shilas, and Yishmi Darav, Lo Shano Ella, Gedoros Harishonos. He says everything that we said up until now, this idea of the ten years, that's only true in the earlier generations. 
Sheshnosim Rubos, they live for a long time. Albedos Hachronim, but in later generations, Sheshnosim Watos, we don't live so long. Then it's two and a half years. Which happens to be the length of three pregnancies. So that's going to be two and a half years. Three pregnancies is nine months times three. It's 27. So that's uh, two years and three months. But you also need three additional months for her, I guess, to become Tahar in between each one. Um, Rabbah Amar of Nachman, and Rabbah says in the name of Nachman, Shalashanim, Kenegid Shalashanim, Pekidos. You need three years connected to the three Pekidos, means you need three Rosh Hashanahs. Damar Amar, as it was stated, Rosh Hashanah, Nipkidu Sarah, Holochana. And Rosh Hashanah is when they were remembered, and Hashem who decreed that they should have children. So we see that she needs some sort of Chazaka, I guess. That's the idea of a Chazaka, that three times when it should have been Nigzar that she should have children, she was she was not Zohar to have children, or he was not Zohar to have the children through her. Amar Rabbah, and Rabbah says, less Mulahani Klaud, that we don't follow these rules of the two and a half years, three years. Michti, Mesnisin Man Takin. Who's the one that taught the Mishnah? And the Mishnah says ten years. Rebbe. It's Shittas Rebbe. Or Rebbe is the one who wrote down the Mishnahites. Vahavi me David. Imutshani. Already in the times of David Amalek, the years were less than they were in the earlier generations. Ixiv is the Pasuk writes. Yemishinu Seinu Hemishim Mishwana. That the general life spanned to 70 years. So you see that already was in the time of David Amalek. Rebbe is the one who wrote the Mishnahites. Compiled the Mishnahites. And he felt that it was fit still to write this din of 10 years. <clears throat> so it must be it didn't refer only to Avram Avinu. And the truth is, based on what we explained up until now, even that Pasuk by Avram Avinu wasn't uh, teaching us that that's, that was the din for Avram Avinu. It was just a remez that the Torah wrote this extra Pasuk in order to teach us this din. And so the Torah, if that was the Kavan of the Pasuk, so that din should apply for all future generations. Says Rashi, Lo Shonu to show Atzer Shonim, that this that we taught that he waits ten years. It's only in the earlier generation. Shloshi Burin, but nowadays it's three pregnancies. Chafzayin Chadashim, which is twenty-seven months. We may have lad. Those are the days of pregnancy. The Chodesh Chol Ibor VeIbor Lemei Toma VeTara, and also an additional month for Toma and Tara. Diishem Esaveres Samochavesta, because a woman becomes pregnant close to her vest. Shloshi Pekidos, Chaykosh Baruch Hu Pokid HaKaros. Lishmoa Tfilasim Rosh Hashanah, Kashbar who listens to Akros, their Tfilasim Rosh Hashanah, that goes our lay and a Yeron, and his goes as they should become pregnant. Hani Klali, these rules, the Kamar, Koldosh, Shal Akshav, Shtishan, and Mechsa, Shiasan, that in our generations you only wait two and a half years. Vidil Mehi, he, that's already further in the Gemara, says, Tosos, Yemeshino, Seno, Behem, Shivim Shana, Afalpi, the High Kra, Afalgav, the High Kra, the Tfilas Moshek Siv. Even though these are this pasuk is in the Prachim of Tehillim that were authored by Moshe Rabbeinu, Mistama David Amro still makes sense that David is one that said it. Shemetzinu Shechai Kach we find David Amro is one that lived for seventy years, so it makes sense that he would be the one that says that a person lives for seventy years. Av Moshe Metzinu Shechai Yusur Moshe lived longer, so therefore, even though it's, there's two ways of understanding this, is that even though. Uh, most of those prakim were written by Moshe Rabbeinu, but there are psukim, there are parts of it that were added later by David HaMelech. Another way of explaining it is that the parak was, in general, compiled by Moshe Rabbeinu, but it was edited 
and adapted by Dovin HaMelech for his own time, and therefore maybe Moshe Rabbeinu wrote 120 years, and Dovin HaMelech changed it to 70. Okay, continuing a little bit in the Gemara. Vahai Shema Lo Zachali Bonus Mina now we said that he has to give the ksuva because maybe he is the one that wasn't Zohar to have children with her. Maybe she's the one that's not Zohar. And therefore, it's a suffix whose fault it is they don't have children. And Hamutsmi Chaber Lav Haraya, why she have to pay the ksuva? So more answers. She is not commanded for Purovo. So it makes sense that she would not be punished in that way not having children must be because of him. Amy, is that true? The Amru Lerabanan Lerbi Avrazavda. The Rabbanan said to Avrazavda, Nasiv Isisava Ulibani, you should marry a wife and have kids. Bamru, he said to them, Isakai, Havalim Kamaisa. If I was Zoch, I would have had for my first wife. So therefore, we see from here that this idea that maybe he wasn't Zoch from his first wife and therefore he should marry a second wife. Doesn't seem to work out because Rabbi Rezavda says a person's Zoha will have from his first wife. So he should just be able to stay married to her if it's possibly because of him. So that doesn't make a difference one wife or two wives. So your answer is Hasam Dechuyi Kamadchilu And over there, Rabbi Rezavda was just pushing off the question of the Rabbana. He said, Why don't you get married and have children? So he pushed them off, not with a real answer. What was the real answer? He became an Akar because of the drasha of Hunu. Hunu would give these very long drashos. No one would want to leave to go to the restroom. And because of that, at least back in the <coughs> those generations, that would cause a person to become an Akar. Rav Gidal Yaakar Mpikadur of Huna. Rav Gidal also became an Akar because of the drasha of Huna. Rav Chalva Yaakar Mpikadur of Huna. Rav Chalva as well. Rav Shishas Yaakar Mpikadur of Huna. Also Rav Shishas. Rav Akar Yaakov. So he also got this sickness that would make him become an Akar. So he hung himself on a Erez, on a big tree in the base Medrash, and a Hutsayarka came out of him. So I never really understood exactly what the Misa is. The way I always imagine it, be completely wrong. Um, I'll explain it maybe in a more normal way in a second. But the way I was imagining when I learned this Gemara is that he went up the tree and then was able to urinate, you know, outside the, they were, let's say, in some sort of chutzer, some sort of enclosed area. It was very crowded. You couldn't urinate there. But he was able to go up on the tree and then urinate over the wall to the outside. And then it came out of him. The urine that came out was a uh, very bright green. I guess that shows that the sickness came out with it. And he was able to save himself that way. This way I always imagine it. It could be that you know he found some sort of tree that he was able to urinate behind or on um, in the base medrash or near the base medrash. It could just be a you know more postured explanation like that. But that's not the way I always imagine when I learn it. So Amr says, She's in Sabi Havina, we were sixty Rabbanum that we're learning there. The Kuli they all became on our because of his drashos, Levarmina, except for me. I was in Kayim with myself, that wisdom uh, gives life to its owner. So since I had the wisdom to make sure that I didn't become an Akar, I was able to protect myself from that. Says Rashi, if there are any, 
Hey, no, before that. Cave and Dolomithka up here, Verivia. It's maybe seven lines down. And the narrow lines, first word of the line is Aperia, Verivia. Lo Ichbitla. So it doesn't matter to her as much if she has children. Lo Anishla Kuchabrihu, That's not going to be the punishment that Kajbar is going to give her for her Averos. Amy, is this true? Pa'arulay, but didn't they tell this was Abba Bar Zavda? Amasisa Parfum's question on the mission that Tani Yisachar says he should marry another wife. Maybe he wasn't Zoka with the first wife, but he will be Zoka with the second wife. We see that Revivor Zabta didn't hold that spar. So explained it was just this uh this tihu because he can have children anyway. Suchinta is holy it's the sickness that comes from holding in the urine. because that sickness a person would come in Akar. Kutsa Yarka, Yaruk Kikat Tamar, that was green like the branch of a date tree. Okay, so we're going to stop here. Let's recap what we spoke about. We discussed that the Raya, or the Ain Raya, as the Gemara puts it, it's not really a Raya from Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu himself was not Shaykh to this din of 10 years, waiting 10 years, because he wasn't able to have children before that anyway. Which, by the way, I see is the, seems to be like a... Oh, okay, fine. He wasn't able to have children anyway, because he was a Tumtum. Even though, according to Shittas Chachama, Tumtum, who's opened up, really could have children, but it's un- unlikely. Therefore, we would assume that if Avramavina was a Tumtum, he also wasn't able to have children. Um, we spoke about the reason why we can't learn from Yitzhak Avinu. Why can't we see from Yitzhak that you are allowed to stay married even more than 10 years? That's what Yitzhak did. He didn't have children until 20 years later, and he had children from his first wife. He didn't marry another wife. We explain that he can't bring a ride from Yitzhak because he was an Akar. And um, even though also Avramavinu can't learn from because he was also an Akar, but there you have the extra Pasuk of the 10 years since he came to Eretz Canaan, which there's no other reason why the Pasuk needs, that's when he married Hagar. The only reason why the Pasuk needs to tell us that is that we can learn that other situations also wait 10 years. The Pasuk by Yitzhak telling us that he's six years old when he had, gave birth to his two sons, that we need for a completely different Russia. From there, we learn the cheshven of how old Yaakov was when he left. When he got the brachos, which is when he left his parents' house. And we can cheshven backwards how old he was when he reached Lavan's house. And we see from there that there are 14 years missing. That's the 14 years of Shem, the Ever. So therefore, that puzzle is not extra. And we're not going to learn from that. We spoke about the psukim of Yitzchak, showing that he was also an Akar, Akar, and the reason why the Pasuk says that a Kashbar who listened specifically to him is because he was a Tzadik and Tzadik. And we use the Lashon of Atar for the Tefillah over there, which is the Lashon of a Pitchfork, because a Tzadik's Tefillah has the ability to move the meat of a Kashbar who from Ragzonus to Rachmonus, similar to the way a Pitchfork moves around the grain. And we spoke about how Avram and Sarwa Tumtumin Sarah was even an islandess as well. I mean, she didn't even have a womb that was part of the niece that was created for her. Then, getting back to the din of waiting 10 years, so we had two shitas that said that the 10-year waiting period is only for early generations where they lived for very long and they had children at a later age and therefore they could afford to wait 10 years. But nowadays, when people don't have children, people don't live very long, so you can only wait either two and a half years or three years and then already has to marry a second wife. However, um, Rabba said that it's not true. We don't listen to those opinions <clears throat> because the mission itself, which was written by Rebbe, 
and Rebbe lived already in the modern era as far as the lifespan of people, he felt fit to write that they did his ten years, and therefore that halacha applies for all generations. Uh, then we spoke about the idea that <clears throat> the reason why they aren't having children is most probably his fault. And that's why he has to give her the ksuva. The reason why it's most probably his fault is because he's the one that's commanded on Purugus. If it would make sense that he, that um, if Akash Baruch wanted to punish the woman for her avios, he would punish her in a different way. Only by the man who's commanded on Purugu would this be his punishment of not having children. Even though we saw that Rabbi Zavda said if he were Zochi, he would have had children from his first wife, so therefore it doesn't seem like it makes a difference to marry a second wife or not. However, Rabbi Zavda is only saying that to be Docha, the people that are asking the question. In reality, he was already an Akar. We gave a whole list of Rabbanon that became an Akar because of the long drushes of Puna, and they held themselves in and did not urinate. That caused them to become an Akar. There were actually 60, 59 of them became Akarim. After Yaakov, he was able to save himself, he was able to urinate, and he said about himself, Okay, we'll stop here.